We welcome you to another edition of Solace, Soul Plus Grief. I'm Candy Lucas, your host. When we started this ministry, we'd hoped to reach those who were grieving and accompany them on their journeys with prayers, reflections, scripture, and other writings that could lead them more easily on their grief journeys. We're brought to you by Catholic Cemeteries in the Diocese of San Jose. Remember, you're always welcome in our circle of healing love and support. In this week's episode, we've discussed something I call Mother Grief. There are two sides of this coin. One is being a mother who loses a child. We covered miscarriage in episode 18, but this has to do for the grief of a living child, no matter what age you lose him or her. But today, we want to imagine grief with the mother of Jesus, Mary, in that last day what it was like for her, how we can take lessons from her grieving, what it's like to walk in grief, be angry with God, be confused and hurt, even though you know that sacrifice is necessary, which is not true in our everyday lives. So walk with me today as we imagine Mary on that last day, with Mary Magdalene and a kinswoman. You were my firstborn, the light of my very life. I held you in my arms, at my breast. Wiped away your tears. Now your face, your brow, is barely recognizable to me. Your eyes are dark, your precious blood leaks from your forehead and pours down your face like ruddy rain. The day has grown dark on the ground. Fowl have gone silent. Lambs grow still. I can only hear my own keening and weeping and the roar in my chest. That is an ache for your broken self. Hands reach out to me, but I cannot bear the touch of those still living when you are not. This is your death. My son, my beloved son, 
Why has your father asked this? Will your sacrifice not be dragged back from the cliff like Isaac's? Where is the stag in your stead? There will be no reprieve from this. My agony is boundless, my son as is yours. I know that your precious blood must be shed, but cannot a mother's blood suffice? Can I be allowed a final chance to save your life? Our world becomes now an endless night. A crack of light only serves to revive the pain. Mock us in our mourning. Deprive us from any sensibility. Abandon us. Abandon me, my son. Paradise better be what he promised us. Sometime after, my women attend me. And the three of us are preparing your body, washing it carefully as the three of us work through our tears, using the softest cloth we can. Until the water in the basin must be changed because it is so red with your blood. The cloths we use are smoothing out your skin, which is now turned alabaster. Your eyes are gently closed. We carefully wash and wipe away the grime from your hair and replace it with the finest perfumed oils before we gently wrap your face and head in finely woven white linen. Then... We carefully take away the remaining linen. And as your body is wiped clean of all the worldly insults visited upon it today, then we carefully anoint and wrap you until none of your skin is exposed and your body rests there on the ledge, roughly carved in stone. The men have left us alone as we do the women's work of bodily preparation, yet now they begin to crowd into the small space behind us. We weep. My eyes have not been dry in three days yet. I still weep, silently. Magdalene can barely control her anger behind her tears. 
We stand together in a knot at the foot of your body, seeing the rough outline of your brow, your nose, chin, arms, legs, and torso. It is so difficult to believe you no longer inhabit this earthly vessel the three of us have come to love and know so well. But there is no breath there, no spark of your earthly life there. The men are inching closer, especially Peter, whom you call Cephas, until one of us turns and says to him, Betrayer, let his mother have her time alone with her son before you call him back to your side to seek forgiveness. She deserves that, and that you know. Peter and the men withdraw. I cradle your head in my lap, singing softly. The women hum softly with me. I am embraced by them. The linen on your face has become so wet with my tears that your features have become slightly visible through the cloth. Your face is very serene and strong, and I can't help but smile down on you. My son, my son, my most precious son, my heart will always be your heart, my song your song, my life your life. My love for you is eternal, from this world through the next. I lean back against the stone wall and slightly swoon with exhaustion. The others murmur to let me rest, and they will pray here while I do. I hear them softly. Amado Padre Dios, you have asked us to witness this day with your beloved Mary. She has borne the pain of a thousand swords. Please, we beseech thee, Lord. Ask of her no more, at least for today. My face is filled with fatigue. I can feel it. And as I nod my head, my hands are still on your wrapped brow, and your head is in my lap. I hear the women softly. Hers has been a greater sacrifice than yours, Father Lord. You know this. She knew the pain of his birth, suckled him at her breast, relished the fragrance of his baby head, watched him crawl, walk, become a strong boy, saw herself in him sometimes. Give her some relief from this day. For although you are his father... You are also the font of self-giving mercy. Amen.
Many hours have passed, and the chamber has darkened. I hear voices outside, rising and falling. The women approach and say to me, Mother, let us withdraw and let the men vigil. I beseech them with my eyes, but I also let myself be led outside the tomb, the tomb where the sun dares to set. They find a willow tree nearby and lay down their cloaks on the ground. There are cattle nearby and sheep, and we hear their comforting animal sounds as we settle in for the night. I fall instantly into a dreamless sleep. The others lie nearby for shared warmth, and one stays awake for the women's vigil. Far away I hear the men's ritual murmuring for the dead and hear also their shouted muffled cries, hear them striking at their chests. Farther away, I hear the bird song has begun again, as I think I hear a, a faraway nightingale, the muted. The very final rays of the sun paint the sky a bloodied crimson, as is appropriate. A small fire the men were tending burned slowly down, now ignored. This is our vigil. That concludes another episode. If you'd like to support us, please subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, Amazon Music, or Google Podcasts. I'm Candy Lucas, Aftercare Coordinator of Catholic Cemeteries for the Diocese of San Jose. Remember, we offer spiritual direction while grieving free of charge through Catholic cemeteries. You can contact us at the email or phone number in the show notes. We welcome your feedback. Be gentle to yourselves and go with God. Fire con Dios. <laughs>